I shouldn't say that though. But yeah, it was really creepy and. Well, her name was Mrs. So she did give it up at being a Miss. Get married. Miss. Miss. I just said Mrs. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. We did some. There was one. And then there was a weird school. There was there was one teacher that just refused to wear deodorant. Didn't believe in it. Or shower. Uh, oh, she, uh, the the whole classroom just. Well, yeah, because otherwise reeked. that's how you know that they don't use deodorant. Yeah, the whole classroom just absolutely reeked. And then there was uh, the teacher that had like anger issues, so like he'd explode and like he kicked a kid, he kicked a kid's <laughs> desk over with a kid in the desk. <laughs> so like, yeah, he was he had anger issues, and then you had um, my my what year was that? Seventh grade basketball coach was also a teacher but really he was just a gym teacher so i feel like he was filling in one day in social studies it just turned out to be a whole year <laughs> so he didn't really know what he's doing but he had the paddle with the holes in it so that oh, was that and, was the paddle with the hole in the guy and used it i'm assuming oh yeah i've got it yeah oh really oh yeah what does little pete do to get paddled dude you don't know man i know in davison i was pretty pretty clean cut when we were in school but at Holy Rosary, I got in trouble all the time. Huh. Why Why at the school where they can beat you when you go to the other school where they can't hear you? I don't know. I think it was my angst of being forced to learn something I didn't want to. Uh. But, yeah, no. He actually wasn't. Be- he, it was the same behavior all the way through. It's just what's acceptable and what's not based on the school you're That's in. possible. Oh. Yeah. That like, is entirely possible. So what you're saying is you have should those, have gotten beaten. <laughs> they have those yes. codes of conduct. You're expected to act a certain way. Yeah. And if there's one thing I know about Pete, it's that he's not going to act a certain way. Yeah, we had another... And, and so, so that same teacher... We were we were really mean as kids back oh, there God, to the teachers. I remember making, we, we made a substitute cry one time. Oh, yeah. We were terrible. Awful and, uh, kids we were. We were awful. Sixth and grade science. For the, for the eighth grade... For the eighth grade girls versus faculty volleyball game that they had. Mm-hmm. One of our friends snuck in bacon, and we were throwing bacon at the heaviest teacher. It was just, we're just total jerks. <laughs> yeah, I told yeah. you. We were cooked, cooked or uncooked? There's, uh, cooked. There's oh, a, an fun. argument for why teachers should not have guns. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. We were jerks. You we still were are. terrible jerks. <clears throat> yeah, well, see, now I can admit that I was a total prick. At least back then, and then and then and then it went to Davison, and, and the antics just weren't as—they never happened. Mm. Right? Maybe, maybe I matured you, a little you, bit. No, you didn't, have, just... you didn't have that oppressive regime like that. You, I kind of didn't. You, like within right. deep in your core, needed to rebel against. I didn't. I didn't have that oppressive regime. Yeah. Really, the regime. Yeah. Or you just started ninth grade in a new school, and everything sucks. So you're quiet. <laughs> well, that's exactly what happened. Like, and not only that, but remember how short I was? Good? Remember right. how tiny I was when I yeah. started? I was like barely four feet <laughs> i looked like i was in fifth grade right yeah so you kind of had to keep your mouth shut he well, a... was already going bald yeah well in the land of the giants yeah yeah everybody seems so tall in ninth grade oh i'm looking at especially for me i was like i'm the land of the giants <laughs> won't you play football no <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that was my first i mean wilberton did it because you're right. Yeah, he was insane though. He was insane. I'll tell you, Barry Sanders was like five seven. That, well, yeah, it wasn't Barry Sanders either. <laughs> right. How do you know? Did you try? Did you apply like, yourself? Thighs like tree trunks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have those thighs. I still don't. 
Nobody had Barry Sanders' thighs. It's true. Arguably the greatest running back of all time. I think he would have been had he not retired when he did. He had taken oh, the record. Sure. If he if he had been on a different Without team. Question. If he had been on a different team. Well, Hey, we had to have something good for Detroit. At least we had that. Right. Yeah. I mean, if we didn't have that, yeah, we'd have nothing. Like, maybe, even if you go back and watch game footage now of Barry Sanders playing, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't even... You, some of it doesn't even make sense. It defies the laws of physics. Like, all of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, they got him, they got him, and all of a sudden he's like 10 yards down, down, 10 yards down, the, down the field. I'm like, what? I think he's secretly Nightcrawler. Right. <laughs> right. Where's Barry? He's up there in the stands. <laughs> He's having a corn dog. Right? That so cool. Oh yeah, he already passed. he already crossed the finish. He already, he already scored crossed the goal line. Yeah, he's just eating now. Yeah. Can you imagine just being the quarterback and being that crawler? Like but, every yeah. every game cheating. is like just like give them give the give the ball to Barry. Right. Yeah. Just throw it to yourself all the time. <laughs> you you could too. Just one person against the entire other team. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, because you just go hike and go to the <laughs> end zone. Yeah, can you imagine playing playing football at Dr. Xavier's school? It's got to um, be kind of fun. Like, you know, with powers? I feel like everything... The, I feel like the game would just become chaos. It would be hovering on the edge of lethal all the time, even though everyone's doing their best to not kill other people. So great, though. <laughs> all right, so are we going to run down, run this down? All right, so we're going to... I can't hear anything, by the way. You can't, can't hear anything? I can't hear myself. I can't hear Ken either. I hear Ken. Talk, Ken. Talk, 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 there talk, talk, talk. I can hear Ken. Do you hear us? I'm now? not. My, 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 no, my head. My headphones are. Holy shit! That's better. Yeah, I can hear him now. My nephew ran a 4:51 mile today in his track meet. Damn! Is that good? That's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. How old is he? He's a freshman. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's that's good. The four top minute, four, the four top, minute mile man. That's yeah. The top senior this year ran a four twenty nine. That's insane. He's he's nightcrawler as well. Well, he was ready because he was at the show last night. And he's like, I'm 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 ready. We're gonna do this. I'm like, the conditions are right. It's gonna be the perfect temperature. I'm gonna break five tomorrow. That's what he yeah. said. Mm-hmm. Wow. <clears throat> Gotta be nice to be able to, to know you're good at something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna do this thing. Kind of like how we're really good at podcasts. We're gonna do this thing. We're gonna, we're gonna are do we? This. <laughs> well, we're, I think we're good at recording them. <laughs> we're, we're, we're just really bad at marketing. <laughs> we them. record all the words most of the time. <laughs> most, most of the, the time. time. Well, there's been two times we haven't. <laughs> right. <laughs> at least that I've, I've owned up to. My word. <laughs> Is that like my girl? Yes. Exactly Pete? like that. Like Pete? the movie, Dies by Bees. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Pete sang a song earlier today at work. I did? Yeah. I don't remember it. It was probably some stupid song. It was. You don't remember what it was about? I have no damn clue. I'm sure you're going to tell us, though. I am going to tell you. It was about his cat. Sorry, my cat. Remember, we were t- uh, well, it was, it was supposed to be poetry. Oh, I don't remember anything about that. It was beat poetry about my cat. And it was deadpan and hilarious. I don't remember any of it. Why did you bring that up? I'm not going to have to repeat it. Because well, it, was, it was a poem about Pete's cat that has diabetes. <laughs> and I just thought I would bring it up and let everybody know that Pete, earlier today, 
had a great poem about his cat. You ruined it because, see, now they're going to want to hear it, and I don't remember it because I made it up on the fly. I, re- I, wrote, a, uh, I wrote a poem today. Oh, you did? I did. Wrote I did. An homage to tacos. No. No, actually, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a message about poop. It was a poem about poop? I wrote a poem about poop. It's did you know that the Kentucky Derby is selling the poop of the winning horse for $200? Well, obviously, that's magical manure. Why would you spend $200 on horse shit? So you can have really fast grass. <laughs> I want to laugh at that, but it's so bad. I just don't want to. It's terrible. My, gra- my grass grows so fast. Ugh. So, yeah, um, we've been having some issues at work with people using the bathroom downstairs on the main floor. And they can't handle using the bathroom? Apparently, no. Like, a certain employee, who I'm not going to name. Steve. Complains because people because people use the bathroom. I know it's shocking, right? Like, why would you do that? What's it supposed to be there? Like, it's not like a picture that hangs on the wall, right? So, I wrote a little poem to hang on the door of the bathroom that says, "If you need to take a number two, you know what to do. Your ideal uh, the, your uh, your ideal placement is a toilet in the basement." <laughs> nice. So they have to go downstairs to the basement and use the janky half bath. Because, so was that the one that they were not supposed to use? No, apparently, like, there's been complaints because they're using the, the, the toilet on the main floor. There's one, bathroom down, there's one bathroom on the main floor of, the, of our office building. And um, apparently someone in my office doesn't like people going to the bathroom there and stinking it up. Well, then don't, put, don't make, a, make the room a bathroom. How about you accept that people go to the bathroom in the bathroom because that's what the bathroom is for? Right. Is their office like right next to the bathroom? Not right next to the bathroom. Like it's in the. It's, it's kind of her desk is in like a common area. It's a her where the where the bathroom door is. Mm-hmm. Is there a connecting vent to the bathroom? No, I can see how that could be a problem. Right. I understand that too, but no, this is not like a. Just this like, is just something someone's complaining about because they like to complain. Have, oh. a, have a fan out in the hallway just blowing against the the air. Push it. I think her problem the is that people don't. F- don't uh, spray when they're done. Uh, See, or maybe you, they do spray. You need poopery. We have there is poopery in there. Oh, there's poopery. There's also well, now there is now um, the uh, the Febreze industrial strength yeah um, stuff as well. So there's I'll two 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 scent reducing options available. Reducing though, because he we have Dude, one poop. one bathroom in my office, and so when that happens. Uh, it just smells like shit and Febreze. Like that's yeah, it's like chemical. <laughs> it, crap. Smells like, it smells like citrus. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's you can't get rid of it. You're just like yeah, but poopery really works. It yeah. does actually because it's because it's mostly baking soda, which absorbs odors. Mm-hmm. So if you maybe spray the poopery, put the seat down, flush again, spray something in the air, you're good. You're generally good to go. Maybe you guys should just keep some like matches in there. <laughs> Right. Light a match. That works. I don't know, but we now have two air fresheners and a sign that says you have to go to the basement if you want to take a shit. So, if it continues to be a problem, I don't know. I, I got nothing for you. The bathroom upstairs in our office is shared by two dudes, and we don't have any issues. Right. Oh, so that's nice for you. Are they going to start coming upstairs to use well, the bathroom? Well, there are two bathrooms. Huh. Well, that's why I wrote it, because they, 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 wrote, they wrote one that says if you have to take a poo... 
you go on floor number two. Nah, and you're like, fuck that, go in the basement. Like, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I that's wanna, too easy. That's boring. It doesn't really bother me because, like, literally, our bathroom is with is is in our office, so we're the only two people who use it. Okay. The common bathroom on the second floor is in the hallway, and everybody uses it. Okay. Well, you fixed that, Ken. Yep, I took care of it. Poetry Good job, buddy. saves the day again. All part of the service here at Ken's house of useless knowledge. Well, at least it's not one of the one billion people who defecate in the open. Who does that? A billion people, apparently. Yeah, oh. in, other, in other countries they do, yes. Worldwide? Oh, sure. Sometimes it's nice to have a breeze. It must be kind of freeing, right? You don't have to like hold it and get stopped by... You're sitting in a car and you hold it and you get stopped by a train. Right. You could just like run out and just go... Be very freeing. So there are more TVs in Afghanistan than there are toilets. Okay, that's kind of sad. So Afghanistan Priorities. is a shitty country. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> 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 oh. Priorities. Well, and, my, and, and you wouldn't laugh at my fast grass joke, really. <laughs> so, so, so Ken has less TVs than restrooms. I do. I have less TVs than restrooms in my home. I have an equal number of TVs and restrooms. Okay, equals I have, okay. I actually have, we have more computer monitors than bathrooms in this house, but oh, we yeah. have two TVs. Jonathan? Oh, we have more. <laughs> more TVs than <laughs> bathrooms? Yeah, when well, you have elderly parents, they each need a TV. Because they don't watch the same stuff. I mean, at your house, though. <clears throat> No, we have three and two there, too. So you have more TVs at your own house that you can't blame on your parents. Yeah, but we also have four different people living there. Oh. So that's a lot of people. And a lot of times they don't all watch the same thing. No, nor nor will they be forced to. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. So uh, November 19th, 2001 uh, was when they created World Toilet Day. Nice. Nice. Toilet Day. Seems unnecessary. You visit the toilet 2,500 times in a year. Wait. I can beat that. Wait, what, <laughs> what day was toilet day? Challenge accepted. Uh, it's November 19th. 2001. Was this, one of the, this is when they invented it. So two months after 9-11, the world's literally falling apart, and we came together as, for, for what? Guys, we really need a day. We really had to have a day to celebrate toilets. Is the weird part, too, that the initials are WTO? As in World Trade Organization? Yeah, but this is World Toilet Organization. Oh, Illuminati. They're distracting us with toilet love. Right. So, But this is a world holiday, so it was like someone in... It might not have been the United States. The, it was the Illuminati. It was not. It's the Fairchilds. Rothschilds, whatever Rothschild. it is. Yeah. Rothschilds. Bilderbergers. Bilderbergers. The Bilderbears. <laughs> so I have a... Bil- are those still around, Build-A-Bear? Oh, yes. Build-A-Bear? Yeah. Oh, yes, my friend. Do they have Marvel ones now? Like, you can get Thor and Captain America and Iron but Man. I, I thought you were supposed to build them. Do they come pre-built now? No. Oh, no, you can said... still choose their outfits and stuff. Oh. But, like, the defaults are, like, these bear, are like bears that look like Captain Marvel and stuff. Oh, okay. Are they, then, are they bears, though? Oh, they actually have a wide variety of animals now. Oh, okay. They, you can even get, you can even get uh, Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Build a Pokemon? You can get Charmander and Pikachu. Nice. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Not me. I did. 
Well, Pete. We we both knew. The two of us. Well, you two. So that's did. half the people in the room knew Pete, so fuck 50% off. 50% of the people in the room and 66% of the people in the house knew that. Oh, look at you with math. Because there is, we actually have a Build-A-Bear upstairs. Oh. Hmm. And weirdly, I'm the only one with small children and don't know anything about Build-A-Bear. I don't either. I just know that it existed and apparently still exists in different forms. Also, they're trying to make uh, uh, Beanie Babies are trying to make a comeback. Yeah. Oh, please stop. Please Barf. stop. You know what? You know. You know why I'll never. Uh, I, I will never allow that to happen. <laughs> You're gonna stop the whole Beanie Baby. Because I'm the arbiter. Because I'm the arbiter of what makes it a pop culture lexicon. Obviously. <laughs> Here's why I'll never let. Because I'm not gonna let those people be right. Those people who went mad collecting Beanie Babies back in the early 2000s. Because right. they thought they're gonna get I rich. I am never, ever, ever going to let those people win. Is that like the biggest? These what? are the re- these are the real people. These are the real enemy here, folks. These are the people we need to to, to beat. Yeah. They present a clear and present danger to the security of the United States. Jesus. So, so, so Beanie Babies like the biggest marketing win ever. Oh my no! Or uh, close to no. Nothing will ever top Pet Rock. But <laughs> fair, but penny babies are definitely top three. Oh my god! Some of these things are still so expensive. Beanie babies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, like season one. Like beanie so, babies? like so many people went crazy for yeah. beanie babies that there's still a market for them if they trade amongst themselves. Uh, but okay. only if they trade amongst themselves. Yeah, it's like it's like collecting fine art. Like, they just keep spending like, all five I'm, of them. Like I'm never going to spend millions. Of, I'm, gonna, I'm never going to spend fifty million dollars for a for for a Leonardo da Vinci painting. But somebody will. Right. It's currency we're in just, the asylum. We're just not in that club. So a uh, vintage Beanie Baby original Halo the Angel Bearer. I need a hero to save me. Is on eBay. For how much do you? One think? million dollars. Hero the Angel Bearer. Halo, the angel. Halo, bear. I'm gonna say. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say a cool grand. One grand. You said a million, Ken. I'm gonna say thirteen thousand dollars. One million dollars, exactly. No way. Yes, sir. Yes, because that is the number a lunatic would pick. How many? How many days? Are, how many days bear. are left in that auction, and how many bids? There's 15 people watching it. Right, and zero bids. Yeah, for, no, for pure entertainment value. Yeah, there's yep. no bids yet. No, because it's a million dollars for a beady baby. Uh, There's a Princess Diana uh, one, the ghost versions for $652,000. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 stop. Like the car crash version? Like like there's a ghost version of Prince Diana Beanie Baby? Yeah. Uh, A ghost version, like... Yeah, it's got a a rose on it to commemorate her dying. Wow. These are, and these are going for... Like a lot of these are going for six hundred thousand dollars. There's so is that just... multiple. Wait, wait, wait. Are you say there, going they're, they're, for? Yeah, they're they're listed and for that for sale for. Show me what the show. Show me what people are competitively yeah. bidding. I on. want receipts. I want. I want to see actual hard currency that has changed hands. That's right. I don't even give a damn if it's in Bitcoin. Right. <laughs> we. I need to see people bidding on stuff. Is it it's, bad taste that they made a Beanie Baby commemorating the death of Princess Diana? Absolutely, yes, it is one hundred percent in bad taste. Okay, but, as long as we're okay with that. Do they know their target audience? Yes, yes, they do. Well, of course they do. <laughs> know your target audience. Still, still in bad taste, but they know who they're going for. Wow. This is two thousand nineteen. Halo Bear needs to, to to suck it up, get over being a hero, and get your and and, and, and save yourself. 
Save yourself. Be your own hero, Halo Bear. So speaking of things from the past, Uh-oh. I have 11 shocking moments in history. Shocking? Ooh. Shocking. Shocking moments. These moments Wait, will I shock like you. Be 11 I feel like moments in history the shocker was used. <laughs> <laughs> this first one to me... 1896, France. <laughs> Actually, this first one was in 1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1668-1
And the curse. Oh, of course, the curse. Yeah, the rape of uh, King Tut. Do you believe in curses? I believe in bad luck. <laughs> so what's the difference, Pete? If it, I don't if, know. Because if it weren't for bad luck, Pete would have none. Exactly. <laughs> I think bad luck is kind of random for the most part. Curses are you, man. So, like, Danon's constantly cursed. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So is your cat cursed because he got diabetes? Um, <laughs> my, well, my cat has a lot of issues, like liver failure, so he's cursed. I just have bad luck because he's cursed. Oh, okay. So like, cat- I'm not cursed never to have a cat that doesn't have diabetes. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was cursed because he was sick. I just have bad so luck. So you're saying the cat you currently have is going to get diabetes within the next year? If it does, I will say that I am cursed. Okay. Okay. You hear it here first, people. If Pete's current cat gets diabetes within the next year, he says he has a curse. I'm cursed. Hmm. With feline diabetes. With with apparently I am the giver of feline diabetes. He's a carrier. Right. Just walk around petting other people's cats. Yeah, I'm like the tight ty- I'm like Ty-typhoid the typhoid Pete over typhoid here. Typhoid Pete. <laughs> yeah. Diabetes uh, Pete. So number eight, something that we've already talked about. Diabetes. Before. Mm-hmm. Diabetes. I like that one. That's your new nickname at work. Diabetes. Diabetes. Oh god. Uh, number eight is Jack the Ripper. Oh, oh yeah, we talked about Jack. It's not so. It's not so much fun anymore. He's not even the first serial killer. I don't understand why it's so shocking. Yeah, who's the wasn't the first serial killer? Like a guy either Russia or China. I thought. Well, the, I don't really know. I don't remember who the first serial killer was, but like on, on on record. I mean, the first widely known serial killer, female serial killer, was Elizabeth Bath was Elizabeth Bathory. Oh yeah, Bathory. Yep, she might be the first. But I don't think she was the first. We'll get into first. that a little bit later when we yeah, talk we'll, about the, we'll the vampire. A, we'll, do a, we'll do a murder episode. Yeah, we'll do that, but we can talk about Bathory when we talk about the uh, the vampire facials. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number seven, the outbreak of the First World War. I don't think again was... that wasn't so shocking. People pretty shocking. much knew that was coming. It was they knew it was coming. Yeah. What about the Salem witches at number six? Again, that well, that's just oh shocking God. because of how stupid people are. This is that's... just a list of things that have happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing shocking about any of this. What like nine eleven th- would have been shocking. That was shocking. All right. What about yeah. the first man in space? Again, we we tried like fifty times before that happened. Yeah, Kennedy said in sixty they were just gonna put one on the moon. Right. So we're talking we're talking about Yuri Gagarin, right? So this is what you're saying. This is a really bad list. It's a terrible. Yeah, this list. Is it's, just, it's clickbait. What's it's, next? It's just a list of things that happened. Yeah. What's next? Oh, it actually wasn't sinking. clickbait. I was actually searching for this stuff. The Titanic sinking. Uh, number four is the Great Fire of London. Okay, yeah, that was... Number three, number three is the Titanic. We didn't see that coming. Right. No, it's the unsinkable Titanic and then sinks on its maiden voyage, I mean... Yeah. And honestly, they don't even have 9-11 on this list. Number two is the building of the Berlin Wall. <laughs> That's not shocking. They planned that. They had architects. <laughs> right? They had meetings about that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it was three sock, sock puppets think, and a beanie baby, I don't but. think the people who made this list know what the word shocking means. It must be shocking just for them. Or they're literally shocked by everything. Right. Like, they always go around like, oh, oh. Every breath they take is a sharp right. inhale. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it was like Mackenzie made this list or something. Yeah. So, like, so, so basically, any assassination is shocking because you don't see it coming. So, like, Kennedy, Lincoln. Lincoln Kennedy what, was and it? Lincoln. Yeah, Kennedy, McKinley. Um, name, right. who was the other one? Cleveland? The, the time they Taft? built Mount Rushmore. I don't remember. Blew people away. Yeah. Blew them away. 
but you know any assassination 911 um any terrorist attack for the most part right columbine in and out burger columbine was, Outburger. that was shocking jack in the box remember <laughs> jack in the box back in the day yeah. killing all those people with botulism what, wait jack? jack in the box the little thing you twirl no with? jack in the box the the food like next? restaurants a strong word the food oh thing. number one <laughs> Number one. Oh, okay. The most shocking thing. The most shocking thing ever on this list in history. The execution of Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. B o l e y n. Anne Boleyn. Let them eat cake. The most shocking thing in history. Good list. Mm, That was Marie Antoinette. Yeah, that was Marie Antoinette. (laughs) Sorry. But again, Anne Boleyn was queen of England. But again, not the most shocking thing in history. No. I think the most shocking, more shocking than the execution of Anne Boleyn was Henry VIII breaking with the Catholic Church so that he could obtain a divorce and marry Anne Boleyn. Yeah, but again, that, like, shocking in history would be when we found um, the concentration camps in World War II. Because that, when, when the rest of the world found out what was going on there, that's shocking. Right. Right. Or, or all the other atrocities that you find out after the fact. The Rwandan genocide. The Rwandan think, genocide. This wasn't you know. a list of top ten most shocking. It was just a list of eleven shocking. random shocking things. But, but the point was, is most of those things aren't actually shocking. Which is why I was like, mm, I don't think they know what that word means. Would they have right. been shocking at the time they happened? Well, no, because people knew that shit was coming. Well, the Japanese didn't know that we were going to drop the bombs. Yeah, they didn't know that. So that's that was shocking, shocking for them. Yeah. So that was shocking for them. Um, Pearl Harbor was shocking for most a lot of, of us. people. A lot of Americans didn't necessarily know that we were going to drop something that powerful either. So that well, could they didn't know it existed. Yeah, I can okay. see how that could be shocking. So that's that's shocking to me. Yeah, I mean, we have the we have the knowledge of you know the the benefit of hindsight. Benefit yeah. of hindsight. Yes. The benefit of history books. That too. Do we? If we They're not u- reliable anymore. If we use them, we can rely on Only them. if we choose to pay attention to them. If we just ignore them or pretend that they're just deny that it, half the stuff in them never happened. Fake books. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. Are our outdated history books from middle school going to be more accurate than current print middle like history books? Oh, man. Probably not because our history books when we were in school basically all say that Columbus was a great person. Well, they, and I don't know if that still exists in their their history books now because he was wait. one of the worst people in history. He was, yeah, yeah. he you absolutely was. You haven't heard, but he sailed yeah. the ocean blue. He's got a rhyme and everything. <laughs> he must be a good person. He wasn't. They only even, make up rhymes about good people. He wasn't even the first say, one to discover America. I say, Pete, I remember his poem, but not your poem. So yeah, I don't remember my poem. Right. Like I but said, that's the only part I remember though of his poem. Yeah. Yeah. No, the same people who believe Columbus discovered. Believe that that list was shocking. They just don't understand the the way words work. <laughs> you, you can't show up to a place and discover it if people are there. Yeah, all right. Greeting you there. Hi. <laughs> I discovered this land. Right. I, I discovered the best grocery store yesterday. It's amazing. I am the first it person already, to find it. Yeah, it already existed. You just walked in, and there it was. Yeah, because he's because he was white apparently, and. So when did Columbus sail? Columbus in 1492, sailed mul- Columbus yeah. sailed the ocean blue. In 1493, he sailed again the deep blue sea. Yeah, he mm-hmm. sailed a number of times. Yeah. He kept going back and forth. 1492 was the first trip, but he made a total of four. Yeah. 
Okay. And before him was Amerigo Vespucci. Vespu- no, Vespucci came after. No, before. That's why That's why America's what it's named for. No, they named they, they named America after America Vespucci because he was the first one to actually touch the touch American the, the, the continent. Right, that's what I'm saying. He was, Leif Erikson was the first was the first person from the for, for, from the eastern for the, from the eastern for, or from the old world to come to the new. Right, Leif, that guy. Yeah. But no, there are people here first. They count. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. They're brown. Okay, so uh, what, what do we got here? We didn't even do we didn't even do intros. People don't even know who we are, why we talk, or who, probably why lost. we even exist. They wouldn't Scared. be starting with this episode anyway, and you know they could start with this they episode. could they could start with this episode. They could jump like right to, on board. Uh, they would have they've turned it off by now. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's true. Let us know in comments if you turn it off by now. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> if you All have right. turned this off, screw you. Nobody likes you anyway. All right. Oh, I and if you really, haven't turned it off, you probably have really now. So when we come back, you're awesome. We love make you. my life. When we come back, <laughs> we're, we're going to actually start the show the way we're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. And um, I believe we're continuing a conversation from last week. So hold tight, guys. Don't go anywhere. And about one second, you'll hear our voices again. All right, so last week, I prefaced this. The thing that started this conversation was I asked what would happen if we gave everybody in the United States $100,000 tax free. And then we went through and. We talked about it. Talked about it for a minute. Hmm. And then we all said what we would do with our $100,000. So, Dana, since you were. And disposed last week. Yeah. What would you do with your one hundred thousand dollars? So Imagine. this is the, and this is the scenario that I how I put it. If you're over eighteen, or if you're eighteen and older, and we said what fifty. I don't know what's your deal, man. I had another agent or two, I think, but also and also you couldn't make more than five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand dollars a year. You got a one-time right. lump sum payment yeah. of $100,000. It's insignificant. Basically, what happens is you just gave credit card companies, mortgage companies, and auto dealers $100,000 a person. Yeah. Because everybody pays That's off their said. credit cards, tries to get out of debt, tries to struggle out of this horrible pit they've all thrown us in. And that's that's about it. I had $50,000 when my grandma died. All the grandkids got to pay out. And that basically went into my bathroom. <clears throat> And I don't know where else, but we pissed it away in fucking three months. Like this, so quickly just disappears. A uh, hundred thousand dollars would do. It would be like the one time. Remember they gave everybody like a hundred dollars, or like what, there was like a bush tax. The, the tax rebate. Rebate. Yeah, the tax it, like rebate. everybody got. I don't know. A bucks. new TV is basically yeah. what happens. Everybody went out that summer and got a new TV. Which company do you want to give it to? Because you're not. Nobody's gonna. Put it in their savings account. Nobody's going to take a trip to Disney. Everybody's going to pay off their bullshit loans and stuff. Well, what's funny is Ken and I, that was the number one thing we would do is put it in our savings account. And I would continue to pay on my loans, but I wouldn't pay it That's all That's because you're the two Americans who don't have credit card debt and have your mortgages paid off. Mine, my mortgage isn't paid off. My, no, there's mine. Okay. But, but I, would, I would continue to make payments on it, but I wouldn't pay it all off right now. Yeah, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I have, I'm in a heavy equity situation. Right. 
So, and then basically what that what that turned into, because we said the same thing. We said that the majority of people would just piss it away. And it would just go to the top yeah, 1%. It all makes sense for their lives, but basically you're just giving it to companies. So right. I like the plan B, which is ask the companies for a bunch of money. So that's where we went to. So we started talking about um, corporate welfare. And that's kind of where we ended the conversation because we had other things to talk about. And we stopped ourselves. And, and we huh. wanted to move it to like the us. next... It doesn't seem like us, but it happened. So <clears throat> Ken... The question was posed, if we raised the taxes on the top 1% and corporations, what could we do with the money? So I'm going to let Ken kind of like um, move us into this conversation. The answer to that question is we could do anything we wanted. Explain, sir. As a society, if we ended, cor- if we ended corporate welfare and, and, and corporate tax breaks in the, in, in the federal tax code and began taxing corporations at historic levels as in the levels in like and the I'm not, 50s and, and I'm 60s not, yeah and i'm not suggesting that we just like you know tax them into oblivion i'm saying we return we, we return to previously historic levels of taxation just bring the bring the taxes back up to where they used to be for 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 example and we said this last week um gm whom we all know since so for those of us listening to us we are in flint we, we podcast out of flint michigan um gm was the first company to pay a billion dollars in taxes, and they paid a billion dollars in taxes in the fifties. Wow! Wow is right. We don't we don't have that anymore. No, God no. So <laughs> the question posed: What if we did? And you know, GM didn't do poorly. No, even I mean, even paying a billion dollars in taxes they in still the fifties, money. They they were still way in the positive by multiple billions. Jesus. So this can happen. So what did we do with that money, Ken? What did we do with the with the money that we got taxing um, the one percent and the corporations back in the fifties and sixties? And there's example of it actually right here in Flint. Yeah, the the the, the, the where the where the money went and how it was spent and how we uh, what what we did with it is 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 answered by a three word is, is a three word answer: interstate highway system. Right. So the federal government built an interstate nationwide highway system, basically debt free. Yeah, just because we, from had that much, because we had that much money. Yeah, we had all that going around to spend, and they spent it on building a highway system. So, for instance, we're we're here in Flint, and we have uh, Interstate four seventy five and I sixty nine running, and I seventy five, but I seventy five was already there, running straight through our city. That didn't exist until seventy two. And 475 and 69, now 69 existed, but it didn't connect up to, to Flint at that point. So they built the connection from 69 from Lansing to Flint to Port Huron. Okay. And I think the plans were made in 58 to do this because they had the money to do it. So because corporations and the 1% were taxed adequately or fairly even, mm-hmm. we're able to reap the benefits as far as... Um, driving through our city that we live in pers- per, you know personally we see this every day now now people that have never been to michigan um 475 is basically flint's highway now because flint's population has dropped below 100,000 even 90,000 now heading to the 60,000s there's nobody on 475 
it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's basically go as fast as you want, and you might see two other cars. But it's like a warp drive from the top of the city to the bottom. And you can get from the top of the city to the bottom using 475 in probably 10 minutes Shh, or less. Don't spill the secrets. They all still drive on <laughs> 75. It's great. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Especially like Friday, <laughs> north and south traffic on Friday and Sunday. Oh, yeah. You hit 475 and it's smooth sailing. It's smooth sailing until you, you, you reconnect. Because it's, yeah, it's, it's like a 10-minute warp drive. Anyways, but yeah, it's funny. What did what did Amazon pay in taxes this year? Was a big like, fat zero. Oh, was it zero on that like good, pushing trillion dollar sec. company? Yeah, pushing a trillion dollars. So their taxes would have been a billion. Now what nice. what is what is one of the main problems our nation has right now? Infrastructure. 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 Yeah. Right. So imagine what we had if we had that money. If corporations were actually paying what they what they fairly should pay. Right. Those businesses who rely on roads to move their goods and for customers to come purchase their goods right Right. none of their stuff happens without roads right and we are paying we are the middle class is doing their damnedest to try to pay for this and we can't the money's not there from us oh gosh i wonder where it went it's so hard to track i mean it gosh it could be anywhere oh wait no there's like clearly the people who have all of the money right so ken um what would be sir what would be the downsides of, let's just play devil's advocate here. What would be the downside of taxing corporations fairly and the 1% fairly? What do you think, Ken? Um, Dane and you think too. Super rich right. people would probably have to put off buying their yacht for another, for another year. Right. They would move all of their production to India to spite us. Now, that's a possibility, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that what you brought up right now is the reason why, besides the fact that our government tends to be in their pocket. Right. We're also being held hostage by even the people who kind of don't want that to happen. It's like, oh, we'll just move. Because, I mean, they've done it. They, GM did it. GM oh, did. wow, gosh, we paid sure. all that yeah. taxes. Let's just go to Mexico. But, right. so did, but so did Carrier. Let's not forget. Right. After being given a tax break. Right. But... And- the truth of the matter is, you're not. They're they're not. You can't move all the production out of the country, right? You just can't do that. We need to call them on their bluff. But they're going to spend. They're going to spend a lot more money in in automation. Therefore, right. reducing the workforce. Which I'm sorry, it's going to anyway. But yeah. reality is that a lot more jobs have been lost to automation than have been shipped out of the country to somewhere else. That's just that's just the reality. So what's funny about this is in, in Flint in 1960, when Kennedy was running for office, he actually gave a speech in Flint. And that what Ken just said is exactly verbatim what Kennedy said in his speech in 1960, that most of the jobs are going to be lost to automation. Hmm. Yeah. In 1960, he said that. When, when Flint was just starting... It's to crest and decline. It's just going over the top because the 50s were the heyday. Yeah. So in our city, um, the 60s is where, you know, everything started kind of to fall apart. And Kennedy, in his speech, um, verbatim, I've, I've read the speech, this whole speech. It's, it's, it's available to look at. That's what he said, is that automation right. is going to take jobs. And it did. Yeah, and I mean, it's still doing it, and 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 like Ken said, regardless of whether they have to pay taxes or not, even if they still get these tax breaks, they're going to continue to automate. 
that's not going to stop. Right. But if there were more jobs in infrastructure or more jobs in other places that aren't necessarily automated. I mean, like the New Deal. Right. Like all this stuff that is not at all new and unheard of that we just did before and it worked. I don't know. Actually, what I was thinking is when we keep calling it corporate welfare, um, why are we not calling it corporate welfare? Like they use welfare. Like, wow, your company takes welfare really you know like why aren't we on on them for their no, no they, they provide jobs that, yeah, you're attacking but... people who provide jobs yes <laughs> and i think we should attack them a lot so and the... just really just shame and piss yeah. on those guys well the what the funny the, the biggest hypocritical thing about that is how much they say they don't want government involvement right but they rely on it yeah well they need government to shield them from having to actually pay money to the government right isn't that insane yeah, it's a pretty screwed up. Anyways, system. I mean, we could probably put this to bed now, but but Ken, I mean, Ken couldn't really bring up a downside of it. Um, the only downside that we could think of is corporations will ship their jobs out. But you know what? If it's a better price now, they'll still do that. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah. If if they could do better, they would not even be here. Capitalism doesn't care about externalities. Capitalism only cares about profit. Yeah. So whichever way gives you the best profit, that's what they're going to do. Um, we just saw a a big news thing where um, I think it wasn't it wasn't Pfizer, but one of the main companies with opioids, their actual CEO is uh, been found guilty on charges of basically pushing opioids out into the public, right? You know, by by bribing doctors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is, they were okay with it because all they had to do was pay a fine, but they just worked it in as the cost of doing business. Yep. You know, there there's no morality to unbridled capitalism. No, none. I there's mean, they used to. to There's not supposed to be. Yeah, there's not supposed to be. They they used to work children. You right. know, their uh, externalities don't matter to them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing people keep forgetting, and they're like, oh yeah, capitalism is like you realize children worked a 16 hour day in factories because capitalism, like that's what capitalism really is, is anything you can take at any price the lowest price possible and run everyone else into the ground because survival of the fittest that's that's why we're not animals like that's why we're people and built civilization that's how that's how jenny rockefeller became the richest man in history right well all those people gosh well the the vanderbilts the ghouls that yeah i mean yeah but adjusted for inflation and I, i and i mentioned this last last week adjusted for inflation john d rockefeller was worth 440 billion dollars his wealth accounted for a full 2% of the gross domestic product of the United States. Adjusted for inflation, that's $440 billion. Right. No one will ever be that rich again. And how did he do it? Monopoly. Mm-hmm. He consolidated right. everything, crushed every challenger. Well, that's, what, that's where until, everything's headed. Until the government stepped in and forced them to break it up. And who was that that, that, that forced them? Was that Teddy? That was, that was, that was Brother Teddy. That was Teddy. Teddy uh, Roosevelt. Teddy, Teddy right. one of my favorite presidents, my second favorite president. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt. <sighs> and it's head and it's headed that way. It's back it's heading back to monopolies again. Right. But is there a Teddy Roosevelt out there? Uh, Warren? It's too early to say. Bernie? Maybe? Uh, 
It's too early to say. It's too early to say. Who who even has the force of character? I know it's not. I it's, don't know. It's not Joe Biden. No, I can I tell lo- he's not Biden. I God love God. Joe Biden. The guy's an actual. I'd like to. He's see, a Republican. I'd like to. I'd like. To, I'd be okay with seeing Joe Biden as cabinet secretary. Oh sure. As as UN ambassador, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like that. I, I can't get behind Biden for president. No, I don't know why people are even trying. It's, there's no way that that can win. Because he's the only one with the gravitas to, uh, and but he doesn't. Let's have, be honest. It's because he has memes. <laughs> That's why. Let's be honest. Right. He's really the only one calling Trump what Trump is. Right. Well, I mean that's just he he'll he he'll go out there and say what needs to be said about Trump. The other people. God love them are trying to focus on the issues. They're, they're less, fo- yeah. They're less focused on I'm not Donald Trump. They're more focused on this is what needs to be done. I like those people more. I do too. Uh, yeah. I don't think I don't think Bernie should be president. I don't think Elizabeth Warren should be president. Why don't you think Bernie should? He's a single issue candidate. This was his problem four years ago. They're all single issue candidates. That you can't be a single issue candidate. Well, I agree with that. But I'm I'm wondering. We're not gonna we're not gonna make the entire world better by taxing billionaires. It's a it's a step, but it's not it, it's not it's not the solution to all of our problems. Nor is electing Bernie president and doing nothing about Congress. The House has to the, the, the you have to pick up Democratic seats in the House. Still, you have to flip the Senate. Yep, and. You have to elect Bernie. That's the only way anything gets done. Otherwise, Bernie's going to be the Democratic Trump. He's just going to sit in the Oval Office for four years and do nothing. Because he's not going to be able to get anything done. Stonewalling. You used to be able to at least shame people into doing the right thing. Yeah, because we we go high and Republicans go low. That's what they do. Right. Oh, yeah. Can we run as Thanos? Um, Yes. And and the platform being like, we're going to clear half of the senate in the house which is nice that you said that because we can run like Thanos. but that is a perfect segue to our next thing that we will talk about when we get back which is who's a nerd now right. so we're going to take a break and we'll talk about who who is the new nerd when we get back hmm. all right we are back back in effect so basically, um, Dana brought up Thanos, <laughs> which which perfectly moved right into our next segment. Was what is the new nerd? Do nerds mm-hmm. exist anymore? Because so, since since Game of Thrones has shot into prominence, and since Avengers and all the comic book movies have been huge, you know, what defines a nerd now? Because when I was young, what defined a nerd was comic books. You liked The Hobbit. Yeah, you, you, you read comic books and fantasy novels. Comic books, fantasy novels. Yeah, you know you know who Terry Pratchett was. You right. you, you know, you've, you've read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy 8,000 times like I have. Um, you did know who George R.R.R.R. Martin was before the show. Dude. That made you a huge nerd, right? When we were growing up. Like, if you got called right. a comic book, you know, you get the big jock coming up. Like, oh, comic books, you can read, you know, those guys. Um, or Dungeons and Dragons, which right. has becoming also mainstream, by the oh, way. Oh, sure. A lot of people are playing board games and playing Dungeons and Dragons. Um, World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, which is basically online Dungeons and Dragons. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, sorry, I, I sorry. Still, the nerds are speaking I, up I, now. I still, They're groaning at me. I still maintain that Dungeons and Dragons is nerdier than that. Oh, for sure. oh God, you no. got to use no. your imagination. What? No. World of Warcraft World is of Warcraft just collecting is nonsense War, repeatedly, endlessly. Different entity than D and D. No, I'm just saying D and D is nerdier than World of Warcraft. That's so, what I'm saying. Because it uses your imagination. Yeah, you got to use your imagination. Show of hands. Who in here has actually played Warcraft? My yeah. radio so, hand is up. So that's three of us. Yeah. How many? Of Ken us, did not. Ken. Ken did Ken not. has not played it. How many of us were on a games. raiding guild? I oh, did I didn't not play ever that much. Yeah, play on yeah. A I got guild. my hand raised, so yeah, I beat y'all on that one. So. Yeah. So you are the nerdiest. You're the okay. biggest nerd. So who in this room has played Dungeons and Dragons? My Ken's nerdy got hand, his hand is down up. again. So that's three out of four. Again. So who in this room has taught how to play Dungeons and Dragons by a priest? <laughs> My head is up. Interesting. That's a weird and nerd Uncle space. Touchy's naked puzzle basement. <laughs> who teaches? Who in the room teaches other people how to play D and D? Oh, yeah. Well, Jonathan. no, I did. I did. I tried. Jonathan to teach and Dave got their that. hands up. He didn't say successfully. Who's ran campaigns? Oh, not. But I'm thinking about it. Who has a 24 by 36 full color drawn out with mountain ranges and valleys and streams and 336 cities? Okay, so this is what we're talking about. <laughs> so, so Jonathan's what the is The new nerd, basically. It's really, it's still the old nerds. I, 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 I am going to say though, yeah. Ken, Ken made up a point earlier when we talked about this. Still, is not the biggest is not the biggest D and D nerd I've ever met. No, no, n- neither neither that I've ever met. I've I've met people who have entire rooms in their house bigger than the one we're in right now, dedicated to D and D. If I had the space, you do have the space. You own two houses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, millennials. Jonathan owns two. You guys talk about how rich I am. You have two houses. We had three. We got rid of one. <laughs> anyway. Oh, sorry. The summer he home. He had three houses. All right. So, anyways, what I'm, what I'm trying to say and a is, fleet of by cars. the way, so the guy who bought the house picked it up and moved the house three hundred miles. It's really? his prerogative. Yeah. If he wants to move a damn house, he can move a damn house. I can't believe your parents partnered with it. Honestly, I'm so happy. I still had to figure out the title. We're 300 miles so. north, 300 miles south. south. 300 miles south is like, you know, Cuba. Uh, okay. It's almost, it's Getting off the house where thing. Is it now? Miami's in the lower corner, right? Yeah, I and don't think go, it's quite 300 miles. Oh yeah, okay. And then go just the other side of the coast. Naples? Uh, yes. Mm. That's not 300 so. Oh, I hear that's a nice neighborhood. Oh, it's they have, lovely down they have the, there. The San Marco Island. grocery store down there. Best. Are you talking about Nipples, Florida? Those are little chalupas. I'll oh, show you a chalupa. Here we go. All right. Nobody let's get wants back to see your chalupa, Pete. Ken, who is Pete. the new nerd? Go. Everybody. No, I mean like who do the who does everybody now regard as a nerd? Who nerd, does everybody regard? Nerddom has shifted. Who has it shifted to? Mm, it's splintered. I don't know. Can you re- can, can anybody really be considered a nerd anymore? I think there's nerds that's still out there. You you brought up a point oh when earlier. I was talking about yeah okay so the, so so the real nerds are the people in the in the Marvel movies complaining about how the the, the MCU has ruined the comics. Do we agree with this? They're because I'm part nerdier. of that person sometimes. Well, I think nerddom has been exposed as a spectrum. Okay. And and some people are are deep in the spectrum. Um, so actually, it's like, there's it's like the autism spectrum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody's like high a little functioning bit. and low functioning. Yeah, because there are some of those kids who who like I played D anD I've played Warcraft. You know, I've read a few comic books. There are some people who can't go outside. You know, because they they are way too. Oh, deep. by the way, I'm not in any way deriding people with autism. 
No. Or nerds. Several 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 members of my family are on the spectrum. I'm not. I'm just saying that no, it's just the frame it's of reference. Not as, yeah, it's not. It's not as black and white as it used to be. Like you know, back in the day, like when Rain Man first came out. Right. That was, he was autistic, and that's 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 how the no. collective consciousness referred to autistic people. Oh. Is as Rain Man. At the time, I thought he was just still retarded. And, oh my god. Okay, so, but, 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 but what I'm right. saying no, is, that's but, at the time, but, but, but that's, what I'm yeah. saying is, there was only you were retarded or you weren't retarded. Like it was like that bad is the way that you. It was more black like, and white, more, right? Know, and, and, and again, this is the same kind of situation. Yeah. You were a nerd or you weren't, right? You had. Okay. And now there's levels. There's it's a broad spectrum. You're 100 percent right. It's a broad spectrum of nerddom. Yeah, because like we were saying, even in this conversation, or as I like, like to refer to it, nerditude. Everybody likes the Marvel movies, but then there's the guys who know the tertiary characters who come out, and there's the ones who are complaining that the things are ruining the comic books, and then there's the other ones who are like, just the deeper you go into this thing, the nerdier everything gets, and it's so splintered. There are like comic book nerds, and there's movie nerds, and there's pop culture nerds, and there's like, what thing are you obsessed about? What thing are you better or smarter than everyone else at? You know, it's like that uh, competition, like the Yes, Jonathan? I think the an- you just said the answer. You're a nerd, or classified as a nerd, if somebody says you know more about a topic than they do. It's possible. Ken, you were going to say something? No, I was going to say I agree with that, because I consider myself an accounting nerd. Fair. Because I'm an accountant, and that's what I do. So, so But I have a, I have a, it's not just my job, that's part of me. That's I love that stuff. Like, I am definitely a print and magazine nerd. Yeah, you're a print and copy nerd for sure. I want to say copy. <laughs> so, to, to sum up, so when we were kids, n- nerds were lumped into one big group of comic books, Dungeons & Dragons, um, being good at school, you know, even to the point of appearance. Glasses, you know, yep. pants up to your nipples. That kind of stuff. That Pocket protectors. Pocket protectors. Um, greasy Cla- hair. The classic Urkel. Classic Urkel. Look, yeah. But now, nerddom has differentiated. So you are you can specialize in your particular nerddom or nerditude. Yeah, everybody has one. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So everybody, to, to answer Ken, to go back to Ken's statement, everybody's a nerd in some way, shape, or form. Everybody, sure. everybody has a thing. And I'm sorry. That's how you embrace it. Fantasy football is just sports oh God. nerds. Those people are terrible. That's sports nerds. Fantasy Super football nerds. is D&D absolutely. for sports. Right? It is. It is. It absolutely it's all is. all it is. And the, see, I, the, most of my friends, the people that I know who play fantasy sports are already six kinds of nerds. But the, the people who that's lost on who think, oh, I'm still a jock. It's like, No. No, you're not. You're Mine? into stats. Like, you might have been a like, nerd you're a at one math time. Nerd. Like, See, and that's weird too, because like as much as I love numbers and math, I'm not a big fantasy f- f- sports guy. I should be all about it because it's all it's all stats and numbers. I I have no interest in it whatsoever. Jonathan, one of my favorite conversations over the last couple of years is the uh, the people who got on other people's case for watching other people play video games. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I don't understand that. You don't well, understand that. So I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't judge that. I personally don't understand. But it. I don't. I, I, didn't I don't say get it appeal. was bad. But I don't understand it. But you like watching sports. 
Right. Right. Which is watching another person play a game. Right. Which is the same thing. It's the same thing. Okay. So but you like do I see said, that correlation that it's the same thing. Yeah, it's right. the same thing. I just But I it's don't like understand. saying you like comedies and not action movies. Like it's the same thing, but it's a different well, thing. Well, they're movies. And even, I mean, if you, if you think about it, the only reason why, for instance, sports is, is almost the same thing as a lot of your dramas or your Game of Thrones. Because um, let's say Game of Thrones, no spoilers here, just if you can see it, but everybody knows Tyrion most people's favorite character, right? So you root for Tyrion, right? You have a vested interest in Tyrion winning or surviving. You have a vested interest in Tyrion surviving. So if Tyrion dies, you kind of feel something like, oh, bummer. You know, it's the same thing with sportsdom. Can it be taken You're too far? You're describing literally every TV show ever, though. Exactly. That's the point. So sports is like that. Everyone so, has a vested interest in their favorite TV show. Right. They root for those characters. They despise other characters. That's how TV works. And sports is the same. Because it's, it's all spectating. That's just the yep. nature of spectatordom. Yeah. Ken and I are huge Michigan fans. So, I mean, if we, we, we would still... I mean, I don't really want to watch a football game if Michigan's not playing because I have no vested interest in it. You know? But we're fans. And that... Just, I mean, do we have to be fans? No. Do, do, if they lose, does it suck? Yeah. But is it world-ending? No. I don't care, really. It doesn't affect my life. It doesn't I, affect I my enjoy... life. I enjoy... But it affects Watching some. It does affect some people's life. Some people. It does. We, so some, we, can, we have, some things can be. We taken have a mutual far. friend whose life is deeply affected by <laughs> all things Michigan. Related. Oh my God! I have a friend who is deeply affected by the board game we're playing, and threw a fit because he died. Well, play better. <laughs> well, I kind of got him killed, but I also died. So we're playing this legacy game to where you, you have a character and you play them and then they come back the next week and you play them and every, you unlock things in the world and you can retire these characters. But is it like Gloom, Gloom World? It is Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven, okay. Yes. Um, I heard it's pretty sweet, actually. Eh, it's okay. Honestly, it's, it's a little boring. It's 150 bucks. Yeah, it's 150 bucks. Big ass box. But um, carry on. But yeah, I got him killed. It's like a year long game though, isn't it? Yeah, we've been playing it for weeks uh, and <laughs> he did not get to retire his character. And I think was getting close to it. Um, but then the mission was, well, we need to open all the doors. Usually it's kill all the things. A little time consuming. I, th- I said, let's, let's do this the quick way. Open all the doors. And he was standing in the wrong fucking spot. I opened all the doors and all the monsters just murdered him. And he just stood up swearing, stomped out of the room, like went up into his, we were at his house, went up into his room and didn't come back the rest of the night. <laughs> That's and a little too far. It's even for it's him, still just a honestly, because at the end of it, the other, because it's a four player game. So he died. There's the three of us and I'm still running through opening all the doors. The whole path that left one door, the second door we came to, the other people in my group had to open. They didn't. They waited one more turn so they could go pick up like six dollars in gold, and I died because they fucked me over, and I helped clean up. You know, like <laughs> it, it was funny the way he treated that whole thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, some people take it too far. I get it; they get invested. But basically, everybody is a nerd because they're sports nerds. Everyone's an asshole, and everyone's a nerd. Every I think I, I think we've reached a point where nerddom has become mainstream enough to it's not really nerddom anymore yeah that's what i'm saying so no, i think you could be like a makeup nerd you can be a hair nerd you can be a clothes nerd like really here's here's the way you tell what type of nerd you are is imagine anybody's having a conversation and then you jump in with this 
actually, and then say whatever it is you're going to say. <laughs> when you start correcting everybody because you're the authority on whatever it is, that's the kind of nerd you how are. Many, yeah, yeah. How, many, how many levels down does your knowledge of something go? Right. Let's say you're a fan of clothes, okay? I like blue sweaters. Right, but do you like... Do I, but do I like blue, blue sweaters that are only made of merino wool that were released in this year and as part of this collection and, you know, we're, we're sourced right. from this material? That's a nerd. <laughs> right. That's... You're a nerd, folks. Yeah. Embrace it. Embrace it. I've been a nerd my entire life. I'm a nerd About a one things. thing or another. Yeah. And I'm totally okay with it. Jonathan, give me give me one way where you're a nerd. I can tell you like five about you. We're sitting, I mean, I mean, we're literally set, we're, we're literally sitting eight feet away from about three thousand dollars worth of Legos. Right. I'm ben, a nerd. Lego nerd. I'm a big nerd. Jonathan, give me one one way you're a nerd. Magic Gathering. Yep, Magic Gathering. Yep. The, the Trans- guy has thousands of dollars locked in cards. Transformers. Yeah, I said one. One. <laughs> right. Uh, but my... limiting to one is so not okay, though. Okay, give me your three. Your top three ways you're a nerd, Jonathan. Go. Transformers, Magic the Gathering, and... D&D. D&D. Danan, top three things you're a nerd. Uh, go. Board games, D&D, and anime. D&D, technically, yeah, anime is a board game. I could have got that. Oh, yeah. It doesn't te- have te- to be. It doesn't have to be. It's technically a board game. It, it doesn't have to be. The, the, the genesis of D&D is, is board game. Right. The original one had a board. All right, give me one more, Dane. Uh, podcast? Okay. <laughs> Ken. Legos, Star Trek, and Sound Fiscal Policy. <laughs> so, so to go, so, so with Ken's, I'm not a Star Trek nerd. That's okay. But I'm I like either. the new Star Trek movies, the ones that they just canceled. Oh, do you mean the show? No, no, the, the movie. The, the oh, the movie. The, there was the three movies. Right, right. They're right. not doing another one now. Which was the whole point. That was the, the, the they were designed to, to to draw in a new generation of Star Trek fans. Yeah, and it was really good. And I enjoyed it, but I do not enjoy watching the old show. Yeah, okay. I'm not a fan. Of you're the, not a nerd, I'm not a fan of the original series. I'm not a huge. I, I like I like the next generation and on, and I like the and I like the move and I like all of the movies. I like watching Star Wars, but I am not a Star Wars nerd. I'm not a Star Wars nerd. Again, that's a that that's a thing where like I've seen all six movies or, or eight movies now. I'll see the ninth one. I'll watch the. I'll, I will own them. I will watch did them you, multiple times. Did you see the other two? Yeah, of course. I'm sorry. I've seen all ten movies. Okay. <laughs> um, Actually, I, I will watch did you any know Star Wars. There's still two more out of that. I will uh, watch any Star Wars. You just qualify as a Star Wars. I'll watch any Star Wars movie that comes out. I'll watch Star Wars TV shows, whatever. I'm not gonna. I've not read all the books. I don't no, know the, the backstory of every character. That's another. I don't. I, know, I don't. I don't know the story of characters who I've seen once or never seen at all. I, I don't know that they exist. I know people who do because they're Star Wars nerds, and there's, again, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm not. I'm not that guy. I enjoy Star Wars as a fan. Right. Tristan's a Star Wars nerd. But I do have to say, I have played Star Wars D&D. I was so disappointed. I only played once, and I was going to have this cat. I never got to level up into a Jedi, but I had a prehensile tail, and I was going to have three fucking lightsabers, and it was going to be awesome. And we only ever played once. Yeah, the the system for that game was horrible. Uh, I just wanted to be a cat 
running like you can imagine a little ball of fur just flippity shooting right. all over the place with three lightsabers all just like if Yoda was a cat that had a yes. tail. Like, oh my god, how awesome would that scene have been? <laughs> I just wanted to see that in my brain and apparently can't without the game progressing that far. Yeah, we played that game for probably three months. Oh, that's week, not very week, long in D D time. Weekly, we played right, three that's, months. With like two campaigns, <laughs> two scenarios. Gosh, I've been uh, stuck in the same dungeon for a year. Nerds. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. That's the other measure of a nerd is when you start a conversation, how many people are still in it by the end? <laughs> you and the other nerd. You and the other nerd. That's, that's, that's oh, I, I guarantee I can drop everybody out of a conversation before it's all said and done, depending on the topic. Yeah, with your sound fiscal policy. <laughs> with my sound fiscal policy, I'll have all of you asleep. Ooh, this all party's right. jamming. Hey, how you been, Ken? <laughs> What's new? One plus oh my god, dude! Four. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about corporate tax breaks. <sighs> wow. I think I'm gonna get some punch. Which, at my, at, at my he's top, muted. Anyways, <laughs> so let's continue going on here. Yeah, he, he's talking about corporate tax breaks. You can't hear him because he got muted, which is good. On my, which is at, my, at the conference I was at this week. Oh boy, here we go. Um, we actually had uh, we had a legislative update by a woman who works at the national level in education policy, and I found that very fascinating. Uh, and, and one of the things I like about government, um, policy, education policy, financial policy, et cetera, et cetera, is how it interconnects to so many different areas that you wouldn't normally think of. Um, so understanding all of that, I think is really awesome too. So, uh, that being said, I'm not going to talk to you guys about Thank God. sound fiscal policy. Okay. So, um, I, did I go? I didn't go. No, no, you didn't give us your three, Pete. Go ahead. I didn't. Um. Well, number one would be comics, obviously. Um, <clears throat> number two would would probably be um, movies, um, in particular horror movies from the eighties, and probably um, film pre nineteen forty. I mean, if you really want me to break it down, which shows you that I'm a nerd, right? Because I can break it down, and music. Um, probably um, both Motown and um, the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah. British Invasion in general, or just the Beatles? Well, there's there's a lot of info in there about the British Invasion in general. But if I really want to, if we really want to break it down, it's Beatles. Beatles. So um, yeah, that's yeah. where I'm a nerd. That's the other hallmark of a good nerd is laser focus. Oh yeah. Of, oh, yeah. of like you really need you're splitting hairs on everything all the way down. Right, and and, and that's me. Mm-hmm. So those are my three three pieces of, of nerddom. But I have I have ventured into other pieces of nerddom. So Right. More of a Renaissance nerd. I'm a Renaissance nerd. Or or a jack of all or a nerd oh, of all trades. Ren, Renfest nerds. I, I'm not I'm not a Renfest nerd. I did work there in high school. Ooh, I've never worked there. But I have worn a costume. Do I qual- qualify as a nerd? I haven't yes. spoken in fake English accents. Though. You're you're worse because you actually wore a costume to attend. I had to. <laughs> I right. voluntarily put on a costume to go to. I know you do. Well, my costume's awesome though. What am I supposed to do about that? I get to wear a cape. That's true. And honestly, if you've never had a cape no on in a nice stiff breeze, you've never lived. Yeah, fair. That's you... fair. Because literally, all you have to do is stand there. And it, you just feel majestic. It's great. <laughs> so, so for those of you that are not privy to the area they're in, um, 
in around Genesee County in Flint, Michigan. Um, we actually have a Renaissance Festival um, probably 10 minutes south of yeah, us. The in, Michigan in Renaissance Holly. Festival. Michigan mm-hmm. Renaissance Festival. Yeah. And we both, all of us know multiple friends that work there every year. And, and I actually had a I job there. We've all, there. Uh, we've all oh. been to the Renaissance Who? Festival at least once. At least oh. once a year for the last 15 years. Right. Yeah. At least once a year. We always go. But I used to work there in high school. And my job was the best job. You were the I, pickle guy? No, no, I wasn't the pickle guy. I sat in the window, and my job was to insult people as you they came the through. You were the insult guy? I was oh, the insult would, guy. People would love throwing tomatoes at you. I was not in the tomato booth. Oh. I was not the guy. My job was to sit in a window when people walked in and insult them. Oh, up there. Up at the front. Okay. It was the greatest job. And once in a while, I, I'd, I'd sell a goblet. <laughs> <laughs> That was my job, yeah. and it was the best. There are some good jobs in that one of basically just getting to run around and be annoying, and mm-hmm. be funny. My job was be to be goofy. jerky. I'm good at that. Yeah, I hear they're running it poorly though. It's been run. Poor, it's been run poorly for years, from my understanding. Yeah, maybe we should buy it. Can't. They want too much money for it. It's a. It's a national. Maybe we should marry our did way I, into it. Did I, did I not tell you guys my plan? To murder everybody and take no, over? No, to, to put the Renaissance. You're the really worst. on a murder to take over. He, he's, got a, he's got some rage. A little bit. No, I have, I have this plan for the... Um, I want to I want, I want to buy 300 acres over in West Michigan somewhere. Oh, yeah, we mm. talked about this. Do oh, the yes. better Michigan Renaissance Festival? Do, yeah, do it, do it. Not, not necessarily do it better. Do it cheaper. Mm, yeah. Don't gouge the vendors. Right. So everybody's going to want to go there. Next thing you know, there's nobody to staff that one. They go to business, the land goes up for auction, we buy that one, move it back over here, <laughs> and do that, and, and finally do it better. Diabolical. Right. Why don't we just do both? I'm not saying that we couldn't. It'd be perfect, because by the time that all happened, we'd have a great infrastructure built on the other side for it. Right. That's right. Why, why would we need Next thing you know, two Renaissance festivals, and we control them both. And then we can do one in the UP. Right. And they could go to war. They could be two different do, realms. That's a, and then we the problem the with that one. is it's just, like, like the UP. That's just everyday life in the UP. <laughs> right. Like it's literally 1532 uh, over there. But we can buy an island and put an island on uh, an oh. island. I mean, a lot of people in the UP still have privies. You know, so they still they yeah, sell it's a, outdoor it's a, it's bathrooms. A thing. Right. If so we, we, it'd be cool if we had it on an island then because then we could get some ships to sail. Like back and forth. Sail, sail them like ferries them out there on tall on tall ships, mm-hmm. and then we get a pirate warfare. So you're riding the boat and they fire fire fake cannons, like a bo- yeah, like a bombardment, yeah, like a shore bombardment. <clears throat> and when the cannon, when they when the other ship fires a cannon, there's like uh, water, water something. blows up out of the yeah. lake. Yeah. That could be fun. That'd be neat. Why are we not in charge of things? Because we're <sighs> I don't not know. That's what because I, we don't I, have money. I've been telling everybody, man, they'll like it when I win. All right, folks. Well, so we're gonna take another break, and when we come back, we'll come back to Vix. Oh, Vix. Huh. Vix. Vix. Yeah, sponsored the body rub. We're sponsored by them now. Vix right. body rub. Due to we'll a marketing confusion, we're sponsored by Vix. We're gonna remove our shirts and rub Vix on our chests, and you get to listen to it. Because <laughs> that's super distracting. That's yeah, yeah. It's, that's uh, that's that's definitely a, a, an audio sensation. Right. In our effort to get you to throw up in your car, <laughs> I'm gonna jam my fist in a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> you can smell it from here. Oh, that's not mayonnaise. <laughs> However, and, and I'm what, done. oh, it's up my nose. 
Well, we come back, uh, some Flix quips today. Who's got next year's on Netflix? King Kong Dick. King Kong Dick. King Kong Dick. <laughs> so, uh, so we got some uh, some funny stories from this week. Oh, are we live? We're live. Oh, I don't oh. have a funny story from this week. What, we have funny stories. We never have funny stories on this show. No, I we, think your story is pretty funny. We literally never talk about funny things. The reason why I'm reading this is because it's messed up, up. and it's funny because it's messed so messed up. Oh. Right, this is a real thing, by the way, and I'm going to read this. Um, if you've had this done to you, or know of somebody who has, like, maybe come, tell us why you did it. Come give us a demonstration. No. Anyways, so apparently the there's clean. yeah, there's a thing going around. There's a cement pad right there. It's called the vampire there's facial. I know. Are we good? Okay, I don't know what it is, so tell me. Just get on with it. Get on with it. Vampire facial. Just spray it on What is it, and why is it so popular? Beauty is pain. While some may agree with those words, others would argue that injecting your own blood back into your face in the name of beauty may be taking the saying a bit too far. The vampire facial, otherwise known as PRP, platelet-rich plasma facial, has been widely debated ever since Kim Kardashian West underwent the procedure during an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Kim and Courtney Take Miami. I've already lost interest in this entire topic. You're going to love this, Ken. Now the unusual treatment is under more scrutiny than ever before after two clients treated at a spa in New Mexico have tested positive for HIV. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's basically what it is. What it is is they draw your blood. They separate your your plasma from the blood. They microneedle your face off. Well, not off. But they microneedle your face, and then they rub the plasma back on your face. And somehow that's supposed to make you look younger. It's already your own blood. I, I don't get it. This is one of those weird pseudoscience things that people think is happen- a good idea. This is happening in a place where they believe that you're eating tiger penis makes you more virile. I mean, let's be honest. Right. Well, this is happening here, Ken. In the U.S. Well, it hap- it ha- it's happening in Kim Kardashian land, which is not anywhere I've ever been. Well, no, and because I've, I've lived it's in this really nice this my time entire life. So, yeah, I, I right. think the only reason why people are doing this is because they think, because Kim Kardashian did it, and they Wait. think it's a good thing. So these are the pseudoscience nerds? These are the pseudoscience nerds, the people that think that you could stick your foot in a water bath and it takes all the dirt off your feet. You've seen right. these it, things? Oh, it, it pulls the toxins right out of you. It pulls the toxins right out of you. No, there's a... Right out of you. People, be smart. But, again, we talked earlier about Elizabeth Bathory. Um, this is almost kind of the same thing. Very similar. Very similar because she believed that she could stay young by bathing in the blood of innocent young girls. Which honestly makes more sense. <laughs> I guess because it's, it's not her blood. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. Right. Cause, I mean, she's not taking half of her blood and smearing it on her face. That's stupid. You go get <laughs> fresh blood from somebody else. Obviously, honestly, that's the best I, thing it makes up. way more sense to me. Isn't that sad? <sighs> you know what my favorite it's thing about sad. blood is? Is that. They actually somebody figure out mathematically how much blood you need to make a sword. To make a sword out of the yeah. iron in the out blood. Of, out, of, out of the iron in the blood, you extract the iron in the blood, and how much it would take to make a, a broadsword. How much? I don't remember right now. But well, then don't bring it up. Please <laughs> right? don't. Don't now, set, don't come with me with half a thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. Look it up and then get back to us. Right. There's at least got to be a comic where Magneto completely loses his mind, goes to a town, New York City. A million people sucks the iron out of their blood and makes a broadsword. 
<laughs> just make some broadsword because he needs a broadsword. Well, so he can right. do so that. Kind of like I mean, we did the, uh, to Wolverine when he took all the adamantium out. Yeah. Anyways, let's not forget how he escaped from prison in the movie. Right. Right. Anywho, <laughs> I so think Pete's tired of us. Four hundred people. Four hundred people. Really? Yeah. That's a shockingly small That's number. Small amount. Yep. I thought you'd say like forty thousand. I I thought it had to be at least in the thousands. So only four hundred people's blood, and it's how many how many pints of blood in the human body can? Nine. Nine. So there's three to four grams of iron in a person, at a given time. Wow, that's crazy. Now does this account for loss in the smelting project? (laughs) So, so Ken actually, according to Al Bundy, there's ten. Because the brain hides some. Yeah, the brain, the brain hides some in there. <laughs> which is which is the one of the greatest episodes of, of Married with Children ever, by the way. Have you seen this episode? No. It's the one where look, Ken remembers. Yeah. It's the one where Kelly is playing pool, and and she's she's a whiz at it, and Al Bunny wants to keep giving her giving money so she can lay more money down to, to win big so he runs out of money and he starts giving blood and he ends up giving like 10 pints <laughs> but human body only holds nine but the, there's some hiding around in the brain that- yeah so so i think it was steve at the time steve is steve says well you know the body only has nine and l's l's reply was as he's drunken, acting drunk, he's like, yeah, but that's a lie because the brain hides some. And then, and then he passes out when Kelly's making the final shot to win in his head and the ball bounces off his head. And, of course, Al Bundy doesn't win. Right. One of the best episodes. Because Al Bundy can never win. I you got to look it up. Anyways. Actually, now that you mentioned that part, I, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Back to, back to the, the vampire facials. People, please don't do this. Like, right. Use your brain. It works. <sighs> I swear it works. Your brain, not the vampire facial. Your brain works. Just look look this stuff up. Don't fall for this stuff. Please don't. And you know what? People get older. It happens. Right. You're perfectly normal. So, what do we got next? Ken? Dateline, Dover, New Hampshire. Ken. A man accused of being married to four women pleaded guilty Monday to bigamy in New Hampshire but he will avoid jail time if he remains on good behavior for the next five years. Five years? Michael Middleton, 43, married a Georgia woman in 2006, an Alabama woman in 2011, and a New Hampshire woman in 2013. This led to the bigamy charge in New Hampshire. But according to court documents, he's also married to a fourth woman in in Kentucky in 2016. Good Lord, this guy. Prosecutors say that these marriages, he used the marriages to gain access to the women's assets. In, uh, in, in court Monday, Assistant Strafford County Attorney David Rotman read a statement from Middleton's New Hampshire wife, Alicia Grant, who blamed Middleton for her transformation from a compassionate person into one, someone with not-my-problem attitude. She said she was satisfied that he's facing consequences for his actions. When we got married six years ago, and I thought I found him, I found in him was a life partner, someone I could face life's up and down with, someone my children could look up to. Is this the guy from Family Guy? I think it's the 80-year-old grandmother. Instead, I got six six years of pain and misery. I thought you were going to say six years of panties. And tried to free myself from the prisons of his lies and manipulations. 
Oh, Middleton boy. was arrested in Ohio in February, where he was undoubtedly trying to marry someone else. <laughs> He's also facing he also faced domestic violence charges in Maine. So he was kind of a as part of his twelve jerk. month suspended sentence. Middleton was ordered to undergo screenings for domestic abuse and domestic abuse and substance abuse and comply with any recommended counseling or programs. Neither he nor his attorney spoke at the hearing. Other than to answer brief questions from the judge. After the hearing, Middleton was asked if she was sorry for, for if he was sorry for his actions. He told reporters he felt compassion and understanding for the New Hampshire wife Grant after after hearing her letter. It was a good outcome, he said. I hope to move forward with my life, marry several other women, and everything, <laughs> and abide by everything that they have has been handed down to me. For the record, I interjected that part about marrying more wives. So what's funny about this story, besides the sadness of it, is the fact that the guy looks like King Kong Bundy and the boxer Butterbean had a baby, and then that baby was hit in the face with a shovel. That's what this guy looks like. And he managed four wives. They I, it really makes me wonder what the gems. wives looked like. Uh, oh my god, that's gotta be a I'm sure he's very charming. He must be very charming. Well, he, the guy's obviously got game. Oh, yeah, clearly. Clearly, clearly has game. game. But that's a sad thing. Is he's probably got more game than I do. Like, oh, he does have more game than you do. So well, frustrating. How many women are you married to? <laughs> it's not four. No, it sure isn't. Man. So, yes, clearly he has just... more game than you. Clearly. Yeah, we're losing the butterbean. But it's, kind of, it's not the kind of game you really want to have, though, right? I don't know. It's just weird. All right, Danon, what do you got? Well, I have a thing where uh, we learn that hillbillies are passionate nerds when it comes to Chevy versus Ford. Ooh, he's working the right? nerd angle. Also crystal meth. <laughs> I, Thanks, guys. They don't huge, come right out and say huge it. Huge fans of crystal meth. <laughs> uh, they don't come out and say it, but I'm sure they have strong opinions. Um, yeah, so it turns out Virginia man, Virginia man always... Trying to give Florida man a, a run for his money. Got to compete with Florida man. Shoots two people in an argument over which is better, Chevy or Ford. Um, because honestly, it's super important. Super important. Uh, it plays a huge part in my life. I know I make a lot of very important decisions based on Chevy versus Ford. Yeah. So the Bedford County Sheriff's Office said 56-year-old Mark Edwin Turner, an adult who should know better, was charged with Felony malicious wounding, which apparently is a thing. What is felony malicious wounding? Uh, when you're a bad shot, or at least trying not to kill people, but insist on shooting them. Okay. Uh, use of firearm in the commission of a felony, the malicious wounding, and possession of firearm by a felon, uh, the malicious wounder of the felony malicious woundings, committed firearm commission felony in the possession of a firearm by a felon. Okay. I get it. I know, right? It's moving like, forward. <laughs> the, just the way that like all the charges compound on each other of like being a charge for there being a charge is always stupid. But uh, so law enforcement responded and found three people outside of the residence with what appeared to be non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, but this moron and his girlfriend and her son and her son's girlfriend were having a pre-Easter dinner. The best time to get into. An argument that escalates to 
not only a shooting, but a stabbing. Ooh, a stabbing. As, as the, the argument started between Turner and his girlfriend's son, about which is better, Chevy or Ford, uh, the kid apparently pulls a knife. And, uh, so the guy wasn't the first one. No, the, yeah, so the kid pulls a knife, stabs mom in the back. Why does he stab his mom? Because she tried to get between them because they're having an argument over which is better, Chevy or Ford, and some asshole pulled a knife. Oh so she gets stabbed, six-inch wound in the back. Um, from there, it escalates to he pulls his gun, shoots at the sun. Again, mom gets hit twice. <laughs> Once in the in the back, sorry, once, that's funny. Once in the face, in the face, You're like in the cheek, right? Because it's but, so ridiculous. But so so the, Nance, the the gentleman in question. Wait, here, his name is Nance. Nance, uh, he has a first name, I think, but Nance is just enough. <laughs> He's just a Nance. Uh, yeah. So the shoots the woman's son. And her in the process um, claims that there was a couple of ricochet bullets. So it's like, oh, I only five times in this in this argument about Chevy versus Ford. Someone pulls a knife. The other guy shoots somebody, two people, five times. Like once wasn't enough to make your point in a knife fight over Chevy versus Ford. So the law enforcement tactical team shows up and uh, this guy, white, isn't shot, uh, even though he's shot somebody running back and forth in the house, waving his cell phone, which has gotten people shot. Uh, and they eventually uh, hit him with a beanbag round <laughs> and take him into custody. I, I wonder, they don't say where they hit him, though. I wonder, like, right in the solar plexus and take him downwinded where they hit him in the, in the face with a beanbag? Because do you, you, do you pass up the chance to hit a guy in the face with a beanbag? Does it tell you what he wanted, what he thought was better, Chevy or Ford? It doesn't. Super disappointing. Oh, it's disappointing. This whole thing, Should they don't say. Should we write him a letter and ask? I know. So, so if I was like the cop, like if the guy was like, Chevy's better, as the cop was locking him up, and then chill us all, I'd click it and say, Ford rocks or something. This would be a total oh, douche. So, that so, would be great. So, Danon. Yeah. What's better, Chevy or Ford? I don't own a truck. <laughs> It doesn't matter. They don't make Wait, trucks. Okay, I'm gonna I'm trucks. gonna say they don't make only trucks. Yeah, they don't make only trucks. That Chevy has to be better because I've seen more <laughs> Calvin pissing on a Chevy <laughs> symbol, which means that Ford people are assholes. That's a that's a that, that's a valid evaluation method. <laughs> why can I've seen, of course, Calvin pissing you know on why. the Ford logo, but it's almost always Chevy. That's so. fair. All right, Ken, what's better, Chevy or Ford? Um, I have to go with Chevy, having personally owned two Chevy trucks. Um, also, historic- You also own a Buick. I do. I, yeah, it's not. It's, I, I own a Buick SUV. Um, in terms of like actual traditional trucks, I've owned two Chevys. Um, I've also owned two Chevy Tahoes. Uh, I'm, I'm, partial to, I'm partial to them myself. However, I can also tell you that, historically speaking, Chevy has... More power and gets better gas mileage. Okay. I've I've I've, li- I've I've experienced both of those things. Now that being said, I haven't driven anything newer than what two thousand five. So, like now, really couldn't tell you, but like, right. but the uh, back Ford in, back F-150 in the day, fifty. If you were the to best go selling one or the other today, what would you lean more towards? I don't know. That's a tough call because I do like I, I do like the uh, the Chevy, um, having you know had them before. 
but uh, Ford makes a kind of a sexy truck these days. Yeah, so Dana also was just surpri- said, shockingly spacious well, back seats in the, in the in the quad cab. Pretty much the only thing they sell anymore, right? It's just the F one fifty. It's the only reason Ford's still in business. Oh, they have two fifties, three fifties, four fifties, six fifties. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, they've trucks. got them all. They've got them all. They got cargo right. vans. They don't have like the Ford I Ranger. I know they make other stuff now, but um, the Focus. They do have the. Uh, no, they're done making the. Focus. They're done making the Carnards. Focus. They're they're done making sedans. They make they make the Mustang and SUVs and trucks. That's it. Jonathan, Chevy or Ford? I've only ever owned Chevy products, so I have no comparison to it. Okay, I I just I hate GM <laughs> because of what it did to to, to Flint, and mm. the more you delve into the history of it, the more you hate them. Um, I mean, my girlfriend has a Chevy and it drives all right. I so I guess maybe Chevy, even though it's GM. But if we're if we're talking about cars in general, I'd probably still go GM. I've owned a long, long you know, list Pete, you, of. You hold to really weird vendettas. Well, yeah, I do. Like really weird ones. Well, it's not that weird. Like if you, because I've, you know, I've been doing a lot of the history of Flint, and when you delve into it, you you really yeah, but, you really see how GM totally, totally just. But those people turn their back on the city that built them. But those people aren't even alive anymore. It doesn't really matter. It does. They're still trying to screw their workers. So you're saying that. Digging up the corpse and beheading him after two and a half years of being dead already is okay. Ooh. Yeah, well, not uh, not J- not not Durant, not Billy Durant. I like that guy. And what about Charles Stewart Mott? He's all right, but then there's there's other people like um, Sloan, total douchebag. Alfred Pre Sloan. Alfred Alfred Sloan's a terrible. What about Jay Dallas Stewart? We have a museum. Jay Dallas Stewart. He was only involved in GM at the very beginning. But yeah, like Billy Durant. Yeah, like Durant. Dort's fine. But Alfred P. Sloan, he can fuck off. Alfred P. Sloan, when so you when we, you learn about who, who, what kind of person he was, yeah, he can fuck so off. So one out of four people you don't like, so you don't like the company. Robert T. Longway. No, I don't like the company because of how they run it's their business. It's a bad business. road. I don't like it. They run their business just like everybody else runs their business. Exactly. So you don't like anybody. Well, it's because how they run their business affect the city that I live in a lot. Plus, you know. Well, what if you move? Roger. Hmm. Just ro- plus Roger. Who's Roger? From Roger and me. Oh. Anyways. Chopper 1's flying outside. Chopper 1's outside. They're probably coming for us. (laughs) Well, they might be. You know what they might be doing? They might be on a car chase. (gasps) Tell us what happens. So, you ready for this one? Yeah, this one I love. (laughs) Low speed chase through Lapeer County, which is the county to the east of us. Just FYI for everybody. Ends with driver stopping. For gas. Yeah, there you go. For <laughs> gas. For gas. There's dramatic pause, Cad. You ruined it. Yeah, dramatic pause ruiner. A 16-mile chase through the mostly rural area of the Pure County on Tuesday ended when the driver stopped to get gasoline. It's so funny. The 43-year-old man from Rochester continued driving north on M53 at around 50 miles per hour while police continued to chase him. The Lapeer County Sheriff's Office joined the chase as it left Emily City and entered Goodland Township. The chase ended when the Rochester man pulled into a gas station at the intersection of Burnside Road and M53 in Brown City. Police say he pulled over next to a gas pump, got out, and prepared to start at pump gas. The 43-year-old suspect did not cooperate with police as they tried to arrest him. Officers deployed a taser to get him under control. Mm-hmm. 
Which is really dangerous when you think about it to shoot a taser next to a gas pump. A right? little bit, but this now that now that you know, I'm thinking about and, and hearing you say the story after after I read it. I wonder if the guy was just out of it and didn't... did. Yeah, did he know he was in a car chase? Yes, I'm saying <laughs> he was like, it doesn't sound like he did. Can you imagine? He's just like waving a mod. Like he's go go, well, for, me. first go of all, he's me. going 50 miles an hour, which is I'm sorry, it's not a car chase. That's that's OJ. <laughs> that's OJ. There, there are any number of things they could have done to stop him if he's going 50 miles an hour. Right. He pulled into a gas station. Like you don't do that if you're if you're fleeing from the police. Right. Or you do because you think it's a game. Right. You're just going to go with, I didn't know. <laughs> I was here the whole time, officer. I don't know what you're talking about. If he wasn't about. cooperating with the police, obviously he didn't think he did anything wrong, so he doesn't understand why he's under arrest. Like, right. was he? does he seriously? I, I don't think he, he knew he was under a car chase. I don't think he did either. I don't think he did. It doesn't sound like he did. Um, but if there's lights flashing behind you, even if you don't think you did anything wrong or that they're coming after you, you're supposed to pull over to the right. Oh, right? he still broke that law, yes. Is it a law, though? Yes. Can they can they pull you over for not getting out of their way? Even though they're supposed over. to be going somewhere they else? Can, they can pull yes. you over for not pulling over. Really? Yeah. Yep. But aren't they that, supposed that to be is a, That is a civil infraction. Yeah. Interesting. You know, it's everybody the same knows. thing now where you have to move over a lane if they're on the highway. It's always been that way. No, they, it's officially a law now. It wasn't oh, really? an actual law before. It was just do this. Now it's uh, you can get a ticket. But are they going to stop? Because the whole point of them you getting out of the way so they can rush to get somewhere. Do you think they're going to take the time to stop? It depends. Or or do they stop you? Just get out of their car real quick, run up and stick a ticket to your window, and then run back to their car and leave. They might be able to. <laughs> do that'd be it. hilarious. You know what though? They might be able to do it like how they can do the tra- with the traffic cams. Oh, that's right. dirty. Where as long as they have it on recording that you didn't pull over, they'll just mail you the ticket, just like if you ran the yellow in Florida. Yeah, that's dirty. What do you guys think of those traffic cams? How that works? And they just take a picture of your license plate. I'm fine mm. with it. Stop breaking the law, asshole. Yeah, Pete. Right. Hey, man. Stop you, breaking an, the law. On an icy road, asshole. if you're in the, on the icy road, if you're on that no man's zone and that shit turns yellow, I'm still going because you're not going to have time to stop mm. and slide through. You might as well continue. Yeah, on. there's no way to safely stop. No, that's you your argument go. right there. That you, well, you, you safely you, stop. Yeah, and I mean, obviously they'll have the recording that you can always make them pull back up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, but you, so you, they would you, give you a ticket for that, and then you'd have to go through the hassle of going to court to have them pull that oh, shit back up. Oh, that's just fun. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But see, it's not fun to Pete because Pete hates everything. I don't hate everything. I just hate stupid things. Which is everything. Yeah, right. He in- didn't disagree with that for once. It's too interpretive. So that's it, I think. Those, that's our, uh, those are our, our quips for this week, correct? It is. Question of the week. Yes. What, oh, is, yeah. what is our question of the week, sir? We still got to answer last week's question yeah, of I the know. week. Yeah, I know. That's so, why so I'm asking. Dana doesn't know the question. What's the question? Give me two answers to think of an answer. All right. So I'm going to say the question from last week. We'll take a quick break so you can think about it. And then we'll record No, no, no. no. Keep going. Okay. Let's just push we're, through this. Let's do it. The waitress came. I'm going to think of my order when we get here. It's fine. We're on, we're on a roll. All right. Last week's question of the week was, should prisoners with full life sentences be given the chance to end their life rather than live out their days locked up? I think everybody should have that right. You already answered. You didn't even have to think about it. No. Yeah. No. 
I've I've been way on board assisted suicide, like doctor assisted suicide for the whole time because honestly, sometimes it's just enough. There are people who I can't even imagine what their daily life is. Like sick, dying, just wasting away. You can't do anything, you can't read anything, you can't watch anything. You all you do is just keep being alive. If you want out, everyone who tells you no is an asshole. Like I'm sorry. The the life is great. Live it, but you don't have to cling to it tooth and nail until the bitter stinking end. Okay, what what about somebody that goes in the jail as an 18-year-old and they're otherwise healthy. Completely healthy. They have a life sentence and they're like, "Fuck it, I'm out." And not like Should life sentence a- like 20 years to life. Like they're they're going to jail there was no possibility of parole. No possibility right. of parole. Do they have a do, can they, do you think it would be legal or acceptable for them to say, you know what, just put a needle in my arm? You can't stop them from hanging themselves. They do take away your laces. Yeah, no, but if you're in prison, you can find a way to... You can take your pants and make a thing. You can shiv like, yourself. I mean, you can... That's true. If if, 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 if if person wants to die bad enough, they you, will find a way to do you it. You just walk up to the nearest gang member and punch him in the throat. You'll be dead in a week. Like... It's the same thing as the whole abortion debate. It's like you can't stop people from doing this thing. It's All not you can a do is stop them stop. from doing it safely. All you can do is stop them. Like you can drag it out. You can make it worse. Yes, you can help people. Like just because it's a service that's offered, does that mean like everybody's like, oh, you know what? I I'm totally gonna sign up for that. I had a bad day at work, and now that suicide's legal, I'm just gonna go off myself. It's like no, the option's always there in your back pocket. Nobody's going to just sign up for it for fun. It's kind of a big decision. And if you're stuck in prison and you can't find a way, because, you know, you can go to school in prison. You can live a life. You can have a pen pal. You can, you know, maybe it's worthwhile for you. Most of those people are probably going to live out their lives. If you realize that you're life in prison and you know you deserve to be there, like there's no hope that evidence is going to come out and, and, you know, reverse your trial or whatever. Fuck. Yeah. Do they, should they have that option? Yeah. Like, should it be assisted? They say, Especially okay, I'm taking, the, I'm taking the needle. It saves everybody a ton of money, at the very least. Let's get super practical. We aren't paying for that anymore. I mean, let's just not advertise and push for it, because I could see that being a thing. But, yeah, of course. Let them. Ken, let's see you. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm a strong believer in personal freedom. You can do it as long as it doesn't affect me or pose a danger to my family. You can do whatever the fuck you Absolutely. want. Absolutely, pose danger to your family or really anybody else. Or really anybody else, right? If 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 you if you choose to, you know, because because in addition to being about personal freedom, I'm also about quality of life. Like if I if my mind starts to go, I want somebody to smother me with a pillow. Oh God, yeah. So if 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 spending your life behind bars is not the quality of life these people want. Absolutely, let them let them do it. Let them do it. Make it make it make it easier. Make it more comfortable for them, rather than rather than for them to have to go out and find a way to get killed. You know, punch the punch the guy and get beaten to death, or you know, hang yourself, shave yourself. Yeah, I mean, any, any one of those things that could fail. At least this is a hundred percent foolproof method. Yeah, yeah I kind of agree with you too, Jonathan. I don't see why not. Yeah, the sad people are never going to agree <laughs> disagree with that. <laughs> Okay, so what is your answer 
listeners. And what is the question for next week, Mr. Jonathan? Next week's question of the week is the following. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. If you fear death, why? Why fear death? If you fear death. If you fear. Why? Oh, if you fear death, why are you afraid? Exactly. But if you don't fear death, you don't have to answer the question. Then mm. you no. don't. Because I don't. Death, but well, you have to give a reason why you wouldn't, why you don't. Why don't you? Is how we'll go with that. So, mm. all right, guys. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this week's edition of the Vlix Podcast. The very strangely started this week's edition of Vlix Podcast. Weirdly yeah. ended, I might add. And weirdly ended as well. Yeah, it's kind of our thing. Isn't yep. it really weirdly ended. You never know what we're gonna do, folks. Well, we started a, another another suicide uh, conversation. Oh, you know what? We'll bring up that topic that we didn't cover, suicide which was um, <laughs> was that episode one. I feel like we opened the suicide. I think we did. But uh, apparently, oh, listeners, show, go back. It was a good one. Apparently, that show caused a rise in teen suicide. Oh, is that what we're going to talk about? Yeah, yeah as well. Good, that'll be a good segue into our next. Uh, and then uh, we can talk about death and why we're not afraid of it, or are, or are we? All right, that's a big teaser, a big tease, a downer for next week. It's, yeah, right? which we'll probably end up skipping anyways. You so. feel like you're going to be in a good mood next week? Well, we can fix that because <laughs> we like to fuck shit up. Peace. Oh. It was every man's fantasy to be kept by a woman who's. Skirt is as short as the lifespan of the man that she chooses. <laughs> but I said no. Why? <laughs> well, because I realized that everything I've been doing up to now, the bathing, the brushing, the changing of the socks, the <laughs> being nice to people, the trying to succeed, it's all for nothing. All those things are designed to attract. Why should I be attractive? I'm married with children. Mm. <laughs> Mom, look at him. What's happening? I'm scared. He's coming back. <laughs> 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 <laughs>